Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Business Talk Library. I'm super excited today um, to sit with these entrepreneurs for a couple of reasons. One, we know the process of entrepreneurship and the journey itself can be difficult, but it's always great when you have a partner beside you to help you guide you along the journey for the ups and downs. And I really was excited to see this couple. I actually came across them on Instagram and the couple is Ole and Sway Buckley. And I love, I love, love, love their videos because they were really they're married one which is is important they're married and then on top of that they have a few businesses that they run together and i really just wanted to get them on the show to talk about their business and their journey and really what i saw is just really having fun through the entrepreneurial journey and enjoying it through the ups and the downs so welcome to the show ole and sway thank you so much for being here thank Thank you you so much we're glad to be here yeah great so let's jump right into it um before we kind of talk about your business and what you guys do can you just tell us a little bit about you guys i think we can start maybe with ole first and if you could just tell us ol sorry tell us a little bit about uh yourself and just hey your background sure um let's see how far back we want to go born and raised (laughs) in chicago lived in a few different states landed in jersey and my, um, uh, I transitioned from the music business to broadcasting, to banking, oh, wow. to entrepreneurship full-time, which is what we're doing now, obviously. And I don't have the story of uh, taking the leap of faith, so to speak, uh, the jump and growing your wings on the way down. Nope, that's not my story. Great stories whenever I hear them, but that's not my case. I was actually pushed off. Oh, <laughs> so wow. it was a voluntary leap. No, I was uh, in the banking industry, did very well, uh, was very uh, successful in that space uh, and earned a lot of awards, was recruited a lot, and then just found myself in a situation where uh, I wasn't, we'll just say, compatible uh, with some other personnel, and I ended up being let go. When I got let go from the bank, I was thrusted into entrepreneurship and the temptation to immediately put my resume back out on Indeed and get back into the pool of success that I had just come out of. My wife was like, nope, this is the perfect time. And we knew that I should have done this even years prior. But, you know, when you're trying to, you know, make the first and 15th and you're and you're comfortable and and you're having a degree of success, um, it's kind of hard to pull away from that. But once I got out here and my wife encouraged me, uh, I haven't looked back since. Hasn't been easy, but it has been very rewarding. So that's, a, I guess, the highlight reel for me. There, there is so much to unpack in that highlight reel. Let's start. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start. Let's start from the beginning. So I think you made a really great point about that being pushed off versus jumping, because Mm -hmm. I really think, honestly, I think making the decision to leave is so much easier, not necessarily in the context of the fact that it doesn't require work, but it is so much easier than being pushed off because a lot of times you're comfortable right with the plan you're comfortable in your zone and it might not necessarily be where you should be but you're comfortable and you kind of have a rhythm and then getting thrusted out and having to figure that out so can you just tell me a little bit about how that was like how did that conversation kind of go with sway like when you came home and you were like so this is what happened and her really kind of telling you like okay you know this is the time to go pursue what i knew you were always capable of doing yeah well so the conversation didn't happen once I got home. The conversation happened once I got to the parking lot in my yeah. car. Um, and I was beating, punching the steering wheel 
like you won't believe what so it kind of went that route um but no she was very encouraging and 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 to be quite frank this is something that she was wanting and uh we had talked about it you know uh ad nauseum actually and we had we had talked about it and it happened and when it happened it was like a shock to the system and when i say shock to the system if the system would be defined as predictable days predictable paycheck just predictability then yes it was absolutely a shock to the system and being in a situation where you're at a nine to five and you know how to sell and present and your product knowledge of someone else's product and someone else's services and you're just really the conduit for it that's far easier than having to sell yourself having to create your own service design and develop your own products but my wife who had already had momentum in the entrepreneurship space when i say already i mean years and years and years she had been doing this and she'll share that here in just a second as well um she was able to really give me some great insight and great counsel all along the way and so it was unique in that she had already been in this space and she knew that this is what i was really called to do and so her support really was the bridge mm. that really helped me from an emotional standpoint as well as a mental standpoint mm. to to cross over it um more uh, I don't want to say easier, but just with more confidence. Yeah, no, that's a really good point because I think sometimes you have that dynamic in marriage where one person doesn't really feel as comfortable jumping and the other person does. And so really just having that support for her and actually her having that experience and being there and telling you, hey, you got this, you can do this. I've been there, we're in this together. I think it definitely makes a big difference. So thanks for that perspective, OL. So Sway, let's hear a little bit about you, Mrs. Entrepreneur. <laughs> So I started my first business as uh, a tutoring company at the age of 16. Um, my second business on my the dorm room floor of my college. Mm. Um, and that was a staffing firm, creative arts staffing firm. And my clients for that business were more so like it was B2B, it was school districts, um, arts organizations, and uh, of companies of that nature and that sort. And so that's actually how I paid my way through school. Mm. And so I just kept that business, kept growing that business, and um, then started another business in my early, well, yeah, early mid-20s, um, and that was more of a, of a consultancy because a lot of the people who I was hiring, they were, and it was more so, it was definitely part-time with them, and so they were wanting to know how to start their own businesses, so I started a consultancy that way, so then it's just been uh, like a progressive thing for me, like that's all I know as far as, you know, working is concerned is entrepreneurship. So when we got married, before we got married, um, you know, he was always like working, helping me in the business, whatever projects or great ideas I had. He was always like, OK, I'll do this. He was the video guy. He was the sound guy. He was the artist creating music and tracks for my DVDs. At one time I was doing um, instructional DVDs, just all the things, you know. And so, you know, when we got married, you know, he already knew what he was marrying into mm -hmm. <laughs> as far as my, my, you know, entrepreneurial drive. Um, so um, that is, I mean, the, in a nutshell, just my journey from in evolving from just, you know, a girl starting to teach other kids how to read is what it started at 16. And then growing from there into staffing, not even knowing what it was, but knowing I was fulfilling a problem, a need, there was a need. So I'd say, well, I can do it. Um, and then going into consulting um, from there. So and there's been a lot of different like branches of those businesses throughout the years, but those are like the main, the core ones. 
Amazing. Awesome. Yeah, I think it definitely makes a difference because I personally, I'll say entrepreneurial isn't something that's taught, right? It's not, it's not the, it's not the traditional educational path in school, right? So it's really amazing to see that you, you leaped into that and you kind of stayed with it. So I want to transition a little bit just into you guys. So now that OL is working um, on the entrepreneurial side and your business and how you guys kind of got to, to really founding this business that's focused on consulting and coaching for married couples. Can you just tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. Um, well, in a nutshell, um, when married entrepreneurs, I mean, if, depending on where they are, some are launching, some are um, scaling, uh, some are in between that process as well, just trying to get clarity. But it's not just around the marriage. Um, so it's not marriage coaching, um, nor is it just business coaching alone. It really is a, is a sweet spot of both of them together because it does require this, that understanding we've been through and go to many different business events and invest in different types of coaching, but we've never been um, a part of any type of coaching that teaches us as married entrepreneurs you know, well, where did your marriage fit in your business, right? Instead, we're often told, well, you just go, 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 go and grind until you get to your goal and your spouse will appreciate it once you get to your goal, right? But that is not always the case. It's going to be a lot of strain and grain. It's not drain on the marriage. So it's not the healthiest perspective, you know? Um, and then, of course, when we go to marriage counselors or go through counseling sessions, it's great for the marriage, but they don't and hadn't taught us how to work together as entrepreneurs in that sense, right? So it's more so about communication and, you know, making sure that you have time together, but like, well, how do we do business together? So when we realized there was really a void, um, we started creating our systems for ourselves. We never intended on working with other couples at all. We just systematized things so we could be on the same page to get our own rhythm down. And then before we knew it, we had others asking us, I guess they could see different things and like, can you all help us? And we told them no, actually for the first year. So we're like, no, we don't even do that. Like that's not even our business model. We're two separate LLCs. We don't even, I don't even know what you're asking for, but whatever it is, we don't even know what that is, right? And so um, they were pretty persistent. Um, so we said, okay, we'll just do it with you guys. Just that's it. And then they started telling their friends <laughs> and then it kind of spread from there. So we're like, okay, maybe we should like really pay attention to this, um, to this need in the marketplace. Very unique niche need. Yeah, no, very unique and very much needed. <laughs> Speaking from experience. <laughs> yeah, what, what are some of the, the challenges that you find or what are some of the common things that you find with couples just owning businesses together or going through that entrepreneurial journey where they're either working on different businesses um, or working together on one business. Are there any common challenges that you typically find um, in the couples that you've worked with? We do have three types of marriage that we have discovered throughout this time. And so we realized that each one of these three types of marriage have a very distinct need or issue hurdle that they face. Um, and we can share those with you. Um, so there is the spousalpreneur, um, the spousalpreneurs are the ones where one spouse is working a nine to five while the other is operating a business or some type of combination of that. Mm -hmm. And then there are the, um, the indiepreneurs. The indiepreneurs mean they're two, each spouse is working and building, operating two individual businesses. They have their own individual business. 
Um, and then there are the couplepreneurs. The couplepreneurs are actually working in the same business together. There can be a combination of two of those. We've been all three, but right now we are indiepreneurs and couplepreneurs. So I have my businesses, he has his, and then we also have one together. So, um, yeah, so the challenges that happen with each one of those categories is the couplepreneurs have to be very watchful because mm -hmm. what happens is, is that the business can make them, can make them into cellmates where they are literally enchained and in bondage to the business. It dictates their, whether they have date nights or not, it dictates any vacation. It, it, it literally dictates their every waking hour. And so couplepreneurs who are working in business together have to be very, very watchful for that um, because they can assume that they're, because they're working together, that they're actually having quality marital time together. And that's not necessarily <laughs> the case. When it comes to the entrepreneurs, the entrepreneurs have to be very watchful because both of their businesses can get them so consumed, so um, they can become so uh, engrossed in what it is that they're doing that they become more like consultants to one another over dinner. So they get over, so they get together for dinner and they discuss each other's challenges and share war stories and then they swap solutions and best practices, but really not having meaningful conversation and having meaningful um, connection time together as a married couple. Now, for the spousalpreneur, where one couple, where one is, yeah, I'm sorry, the Indies can become roommates. Thank you. They can become roommates where they're just literally splitting the bills. So that's for them. When it comes to the 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 spousalpreneur, where one spouse is, you know, either working a nine to five or something else, and the other one is really the spearhead for the business, um, and the one who may have nine to five is just trying to figure out how they can support the one who's actually driving the business may not know how their spouse can fit into the business. Um, the challenge there is is that they can become like running mates, and by that we just simply mean where one is top ticket, the other one is, you know, somewhere, somewhere on the bill. Um, and, so, and so the challenge is, is that that can create uh, a type of estrangement, a lack of connectivity, um, which can obviously have all kinds of ripple effects. And so um, whether we're talking running mates for the spousalpreneurs or roommates for the indiepreneurs or cellmates for the couplepreneurs, mm -hmm. Each one of those categories has to be very mindful of what the potential landmines are. Good. Oh, I need to remember this is an interview, not a counseling session. <laughs> because, I mean, I think you guys really broke it down really well. And I, I, I don't think a lot of people realize that. I think it's very easy to just get in the mindset, like, especially personally speaking for me and my husband, I think we fall under the culprepreneurs as well as the, you know, I'm still working my nine to five full time and he's focused on another part of our, another business that we have. And so I think you do kind of get in a sense where you feel like you're spending more time together because you're talking about the business constantly. But when it really comes to that personal aspect of cultivating the relationship and I guess working on things outside of work, it does mm -hmm. get challenging. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't talk about because, you know, you get to the point where you're just going through, for lack of better, with the motions. Um, and you really got to be intentional about that. So I think that's really, really great. Can you guys talk a little bit about, and I'll ask this question to OL, about just the services that you guys offer? Or if someone, if a couple's interested in, you know, partnering with you guys. I know, Sway, you mentioned you were kind of resisting the the urge to take on, you know, new people initially and, and helping people because this is something that you built for yourself. But now, um, what services do you guys offer and, and how can people get a hold of you? 
Sure. So we'll both chime in on this one. So there's really three areas that 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 our services really help um, married entrepreneurs in. Um, on one hand, we we help in the way of productivity. On the other hand, we help in the way of profitability. Mm-hmm. And in another way, we help in how they can work uh, in a very uh, powerful and meaningful way together without sacrificing the marriage mm-hmm. itself. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes what happens is, is that the desire to be more productive makes the marriage more mechanical. Mm-hmm. And so what we found is, is that when you have a marriedpreneur vision, which is not a vision merely for the marriage or a vision merely for the business, but it's how do those really intersect and come together for the overall mm-hmm. um, um, thing that you all are, are or, sh- or should I say mountain that you all are charged mm-hmm. or charging towards. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really what our services really help those married entrepreneurs accomplish. Mm-hmm. And I'll let her go ahead. Yeah. And so as far as like how we do that, um, we are both very much about systems and strategies. So when married entrepreneurs, when they come to us, they're seeking to get you know, high level systems synced with very clear, laser clear strategies so they can build out that structure and, and their big vision together. So what we do um, first, I mean, there's tons of different uh, opportunities to get trainings. We have a, a Married Penny Life podcast um, that is pretty much on any listening station um, over on- Platform. Mar- mm-hmm. Platform, yes. Um, on, over at marriedpreneurlife.com. There's all the details there as well. Um, we have some free training downloads as well. Uh, we've created a whole system called the Marriedpreneur Map. Um, which walks married entrepreneurs through our high-level productivity process, which is the Marriedpreneur Method, five steps for that, and then takes them into the profitability process so they can have a solid foundation. All that is over at marriedpreneurlife.com. We also do, um, when available, when we have that time available, we offer a systems strategy or systems assessment because that's really oftentimes couples just don't know like they know something's off, but they don't know where the holes are. And so we'll take them through a systems assessment. You should be able to find information over there on the website as well, too, or over at getsystemsnow.com. That's also um, availability. So we just try to find or create resources um, for marriedpreneurs, regardless of you know where they're growing or where they are and where they desire to go, just so they can really get the, the right systems and the, and the strategy in place. Awesome. Great. Thank you so much. So one of the things that we like to ask all our guests and all our entrepreneurs that come on the show is through your entrepreneurial journey, through the process, especially for you guys being married, owning individual businesses, owning joint businesses, what are some tips or one or two tips that you want to share with fellow entrepreneurs or even just listeners of the podcast who are either going through the process of entrepreneurship, they're kind of scaling or just at the beginning, any advice or insight that you guys would share? I'm going to start with Sway. Okay. Um, Well, I would say the first thing that I would really um, advise anyone to do is regardless of the industry that you're in is and in the regardless of how you how you feel um, that you've already niched down into a certain uh, group of people that you're serving. I think it's always important to find out, can you get any more clear with that? Because that is going to impact everything. It's going to impact your messaging. It's going to impact even your mindset. It's going to impact the level at which you're able to monetize and the clarity that you're going to be able to serve your specific people. Um, And that requires a mindset of abundance and not, you know, these limiting beliefs of thinking, well, I'm going to cut other people out if I do only these types of people. But 
when you're very clear on that, others people, they will hear it and there will be others who you're not really like targeting, um, but they can still use it and they'll hear it. And that doesn't mean you can't serve them. But if you're super duper clear on who that one type of person is, it really just makes everything so much easier. Um, and I would say even with all the different ideas or businesses that you want to <laughs> launch, I recommend you know getting clear and then starting with one and growing that until you get that rhythm down before bringing in the next one. Awesome. Oh, well. Yeah, I would just um, add to that match competence with mm -hmm. roles. Yeah. Um, there can be nothing more frustrating as married entrepreneurs when you are spearheading or principling a task that's really not in your core competency zone. Um, and that becomes not just frustrating to you, but it becomes frustrating to your spouse. So I would say the two of you talk about who's good at what and be very honest with you and make sure that you agree about what you're good at. Right. Um, make no assumptions that your spouse knows what you're good at or that you think you really know what they, they're good at. Mm -hmm. um, because when people are matched, when, when our competencies are matched with our roles, we will be efficient. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's awesome. I completely agree with that statement. <laughs> it's uh, the initial feedback may be difficult to accept, but hey, you need to have that conversation to, to be effective as a, as a team and as a group. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. Really appreciate the insight. And I'm definitely going to share the link so people can find you, support the business, support what you guys are doing, because it's definitely amazing. And I'm, I'm glad you guys are offering insight and wisdom that I, I don't think a lot of people have the opportunity to get, especially those of us that are married and doing business and life together. So thank you so much.